space, the final frontier. These are the arduous, anomalous journeys of the Starship Perverted Podcast. It's 60-year mission to boldly fuck our lives up as often as we can so that we can be a good example to people whose lives aren't as fucked up as ours. That That's my intro. Oh. Okay, I'm back at like I'm five years old. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Path Girl. The last 45 minutes. Yes. People don't even know. They don't even you know. You people don't know what goes on behind the scenes, what we, what we do for you people. Like literally 45 <laughs> minutes ago, I'm reach, I'm in storage. I'm reaching for my phone to turn on the hotspot so I can log on and everything's cool. Everything's mellow. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. I'm putting Legos around my dick. I'm making a Lego <laughs> cock ring. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. And then the second I literally, my thumb is going to press the hotspot. And the fucking storage door right next to mine just flies open and someone's doing stuff in their storage, which they can. It's a storage unit. So I can't fucking say all the dirty shit I say on the show Mm -hmm. next to someone and start, you know, I don't know who they are and I don't want to cause problems. So I'm like, fuck, I got to move. Text path girl without actually texting her because I didn't push the button. I got to move. Grab all of my shit, throw it in a bag run to the car, jump in the car, drive to the cemetery cuz I know cuz I know it makes Path Girl happy. Fucking yes. get to the cemetery, call Path Girl shit. I didn't even press the button so she didn't even know what the fuck's going on. She's like, "Hello, are we going to do a show? Are we going to have a fucking show here? You're always late, you fucking suck. Jesus fucking Christ, you're homeless. What do you have to do in your fucking life? I'm usually late." Actually, so she she didn't say any of that. That's me projecting that onto myself. Yes. I get in, I say, well, as long as I'm here, I got to do a shout out, got to do a shout out to the cemetery around here. So a lovely lady was laying there named Geneva Lamb Maine. She lived from 1878 to 1858. Shout out to Geneva. Hope she had a wonderful life and lots of love and some ate some good chicken. Lamb was her middle name, by the way, which I think is the most badass middle name you can have. So then I get that, I get in the car, and then I go, okay, put everything, everything's go. Now we're in the cemetery. 20 minutes later, okay, we can handle this. 20 minutes later, okay, put the thing, turn the thing on. Okay, put in my headphones. Okay, good, put put on my headphones. Okay, okay where are my, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> headphones. Insert Benny Hill music here while Boogie scrambles back to storage. <laughs> So now, 15 minutes after that, I race back to storage to get the headphones, but the person next to me is now gone. So I'm like, well, shit, I might as well drag everything back out of the car. And now here we are, perverted podcast. This is what doing a show, this is what doing a podcast when you don't have your own love lab or a studio. And people by the thousands, by the hundreds of thousands are recording on Zencaster doing this kind of shit to to make a show happen for you so here we are path this is the chaos that our listeners have come to expect this is it (laughs) shout out to jennifer shout out to my lego cock ring let's do a show yeah the show you're about to hear is for mature audiences only viewer discretion is advised that means you don't have to listen to it 
But if you're curious, here we go. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? The Scared that your desires might be strange? The Come and join our kinky world of play. The Birdie Podcast. Welcome to Pervert Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster, where without submissives, dominance would just be lonely misfits hanging around the house threatening to spank the cat. I'm Path Girl. <laughs> Bravo! Thank you. Three points. It is my mission every episode to come up with something new, and I do it every time. Thank Three you. Three <laughs> points on that, because who wouldn't spank the cat? Who? Yes. Wouldn't spank the cat. If you have a cat, if you have a cat, do you know how many pillows I have spanked? Do you know how many? When I first started Path Girl, when I first started like in the actual lifestyle and I had to learn stuff, yes. so I don't want to injure people. So I'm learning stuff. Dude, I had that. And I used to talk about it on the show. I had a uh, like a weightlifting bench, like a bench press bench that mm-hmm. you lay on that's like two feet off the ground. And I would lean that against the wall and then I would flog it. And practice my flogging to make sure that I get in the right spot so you don't hit people, you know, directly in the spine or in the kidneys or fucking in the side of the head. But I did aftercare on the workout bench. I would literally (laughs) beat the shit out of it. And then I would rub its back and I'd be like, have you learned what you need to learn from me? Good. That's a good workout bench. I might have licked it a couple times, you know, just to get practice and nibbled on the cushion. It has a cushion. There's a cushion. It's soft. You're you're practicing. Sweats. No, I. (laughs) I'm sorry. You confused me and workout bench is meaning that I yeah that's that's work out on the workout bench where I would get sweaty. No, no, that's not that's not true. It was pretty virginal and it tasted like a good. Workout bench. What's going on with you? Anything fun with you? Hanging out in cemeteries, running, looking for headphones. You ever well, put Legos inside running. of your ass? No, 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 not my kink, not my kink. Uh, anyway, uh, I have not had that much kinky shenanigans because I have not been running anywhere. Anywhere, I'm still in a stupid boot with my foot. Oh. So hopefully Monday I'll be freed from the boot. But I did have some fun this weekend. We had a late kinky Thanksgiving, early kinky Christmas party at the 1900 house at Daka Cat's house, where we had a nice little uh, kinky white elephant Christmas gift exchange. Oh, those are fun. Especially when kink, oh, when yeah, it's was... kink, it's fun. When it's fucking yeah. not, it's like, oh, soap on the rope. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So what no, kind of stuff passed brought... around? Yeah, everybody brought their A game as far as like kink gifts. So, and it's basically, you know, first person goes and picks a gift and people can steal stuff. So, um I actually, because of that, I am now the proud owner of a gorgeous Tiger Rattan cane, my first cane. Oh, very, yes. very, very. And it is Rattan, yes. so Rattan, Rattan, it, whatever. Rattan, uh, Rattan, yeah. yeah. Uh, Doc actually had picked up two at CCFF and put one into the Kinky Gift Exchange. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, <gasps> oh, yeah. The, you know, so, yeah, somebody stole the gift from me and I stole one back. And, yes, yeah, so I wanted to put the cane. You and actually, cane. Doc. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's it's this gorgeous tiger print on. I can't wait to break it in, but oh, I have to sweet. wait a little bit longer with my foot heels. But I actually you, but got you don't seat. have to hit your fucking foot with a cane. It's not all no, bastionado. 
Well, I, I, you know, why have I wanted to try that? But um, and I've also had bronchitis, so it's just my immune oh, okay. system's gone completely wacko. So I was like, let's just wait. But I did actually watch a couple of really good scenes. I watched uh, my one of my friends do a rubber band scene where she was yes, uh, yes, yeah, those rubber bands that you use for like the garbage cans. Like she had them around her legs and her and her body and stuff, and the top that was playing with her was doing impact play and then pulling on the rubber bands, oh, and snapping oh. them. Oh, yep, man. yep, 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 yep. That is and at so, the end of this, yeah, at the end of the scene, we actually each grabbed a rubber band and snapped her all at the same time. <laughs> oh, like you do, <laughs> yes. in a loving community. That's yes, uh, that's yes. you snap to stay together. That is yes. That is first off, backtracking bastionado for our new um, listeners is uh, a punishment caning of the feet. So you hit the yes. feet with the cane, and yes, sometimes it's on the bottoms or the t- wherever you hit the fucking foot. Uh, try to avoid the ankles and whatever. But uh, yes, it's a foot torture and uh, it's a lot of fun. And you don't have to do it that hard uh, to get the impact. Literally just a teeny little tap can either tickle or fuck someone up. It's actually a lot of fun. But uh, yes, but rubber bands is this is once again to if we have new people, welcome, welcome to this magical lifestyle where your mind is the limit of your creativity and how to create sensations on people and different types rubber band like is we can do anything here. You can pick up anything and you know, as long as it's relatively safe and you learn some places where to do and not, you can literally create a play scene and I've done it with a toothpick. A toothpick, a rubber band, a spatula, your hand. You don't have to spend a billion dollars to start exploring sensations with your partners. You can use, I mean, obviously some things can cause allergic reactions and give splinters and things like that. So you have to be careful of those things. But in general, you really, because I've, I've, I've still to this day hear people going, oh, do what, how much are toys and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, dude, look, an entire rubber band scene, which was incredible and fun. And at the yes. end, you know, became a community fucking kicker in the tit. That's fucking yeah. so and, awesome. And actually even all the kinky toys that, uh, that Donis and I gave for the kinky gift exchange, um, I found at one of my local bin places, these places that do like Amazon clearance, a book on uh, rope tying knots, a huge wooden cheese board, aka a big wooden paddle. Yes. Um, and I actually found a six. Oh, this is this is funny. A six pack of the male masturbator eggs. Have you seen these? Wait, wait. A male mas? Is that you mean to shove up an ass or? No, no. It's actually it's a six pack of eggs, and when you open up the egg and twist it open. It's a male, like almost like a fleshlight without the tube. Inside of an egg. So, inside of an egg. Okay. Oh, so the egg is just the case for it. And the egg is case for it. Yeah. How big of an egg? Because you know, uh, like a like a jumbo size egg. But I mean, the sleeve itself it elongates, but oh, it's okay. just it's shoved into the <laughs> egg. Like, but it's just. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, Mister Massive here, but I'm pretty yeah. sure my dick's bigger than a fucking chicken egg. 
So yeah, no, but, but it's, 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 it's a it's a masturbation sleeve inside the egg, but it's a six pack. And I found that at one of my local clearance places because actually I had to tell the girl behind the counter what it was because she was like, "What is that?" I'm like, uh, "Do you get offended easily?" She goes, "No, why?" And I'm like, "Those are male masturb- masturbatory sleeves." And she goes, "What?" And I show her, and she's like, she puts her hand over her mouth, starts <laughs> laughing, and I said, "Yeah, it's it's going to be even funnier when I put them each in one of my guy friend's stockings and let them try to figure out what it is." <laughs> oh man. The Amazon fucking closeout <laughs> band strikes again. But once again, each item was under five dollars. You can you can get your kink on for next to nothing, people. Oh, that's especially to, all of a sudden now. I'm like, well, you know, I don't have a masturbator sleeve. I've I never have a used set one. of, set of never... six, send another set of six sitting next to me. I could set next to you. Set, send to you. Set, that was set, a lot of s's. I get what you're saying. <laughs> See, we're both excited. Geneva is the only one that's calm right now, yes. and we're now 10 miles away from her. Oh, well. But, uh, yes, that is wonderful. Well, I mean, sounds like surely a fun yes. a fun gift exchange. And once again, just uh, I, I like that we got to be able to get into that because I, you know, sometimes, you know, as you play and you become more experienced and you're here a while, of course, you go if you have events near you and you see vendors and people that make toys and then you make toys and then you each you like kind of, you know, get creative together and get ideas from each other. Obviously, you're going to acquire toys and then at some point you are going to want to acquire some well-made toys, some nicer toys that maybe are a little more expensive. You may spend a hundred bucks or 150 bucks on a good flogger, but you're going to have that flogger for your entire career. If you take good care of it. So it can be, you know, some of the things can be, or a good whip or, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, there obviously things start to cost money as you go up. But in general, just to get started, there are so many things you can do, you know, just walking into a, a cheapy dollar, you know, closeout store. And uh, it really is exciting. Really, really exciting stuff. When BP listeners don't send questions, Boogie's butthole feels the tension. We must go to Reddit. Pinky posts and fucked up problems. He gets our shit on Reddit. Unaware, we try to solve them. Okay. Okay, my love. Yes, my no. sweet, my darling. <laughs> my sweet, darling, Pathor. By the way, um, uh, my other sweet, darling, uh, love, Kathy. Remember Kathy? Yes. Uh, just wanted to say hi to everyone from Kathy. <gasps> I talked to Kathy because it was her birthday. <gasps> Happy uh, birthday, it was Kathy! Her, it was her birthday yesterday, and uh, and it's funny. So I call, and she's like, "How do you remember my birthday?" Because I haven't talked to her in a few months, mm-hmm. and she's like, "That's so sweet. That's what Aww. I can't believe." And and I'm like, "You do realize you are the only human being in the world, Kathy. The only fucking human being in the world." That my phone has a a thing in its calendar that lets me know. <laughs> wow! I haven't person. earned that spot yet, folks. <laughs> a, you never will. I had no. I didn't put it in there. I think it was either Mew or Abyss a million years ago. Probably mm. Mew. She's like, "Do you want a setting to know when Kathy's birthday is?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was like ten years ago." Or <laughs> And so literally it just comes up and then I'm like, oh, it's Kathy's birthday. I'll call you. I'll call her. And then she's like, You're, you remembered my birthday. I'm like, well, sort of, <laughs> sort of. And she's like, God, you suck so fucking bad. <laughs> but I'm going to go over there and have dinner with her at her place. And uh, oh, awesome. And so, so she's hanging in there and uh, 
So she sends some love to to all you guys. She misses you guys and, and thinks you're great. I just added that in actually myself. She didn't she didn't say any of that. She actually hit no, I'm just fucking kidding. Of course she misses you. <laughs> just like starting shit. Every time I talk yeah, to Kathy, there has to be a certain amount of shit talking and trolling. But anyway, we have a fun uh well, it's not necessarily fun, but the outcome can be very, very positive. Yes. And this topic can go in so many ways, but in general, it makes me kind of, it, it ups my flags. Mm. It's a, it's a flag. It's a flag striker for me, but then it's also something that I identify with because I remember some of the things that it could be. So let's, let's get to it. It's sure. a Reddit topic. Um, I, I'm just going to paraphrase what the topic is because we don't get permission from these people. So we have a situation Here's a couple been together for a little while, mid thirties. She's a switch. He's the Dom. And I give the, you know, parentheses around Mm -hmm. Dom. She has years of experience. She, uh, she's been a 24 seven submissive slave for like eight years. She's owned to herself. Mm -hmm. So this, this woman has a lot of experience. And when they started, you know, he said, Oh, I'm a soft Dom. Which I've never even really heard that term, but uh, but I understand kind of what it means. Yeah. And so she thinks, you know, obviously there's chemistry between them and, you know, you know, you're, you're going to start something with somebody that's a little more serious. And so she's like, well, you know, I was with a hard dom for eight years. Maybe it'll be nice to just uh, be a little relaxed for a while. They're poly. So, right. you know, it's, you know, they have some choices. So fast forward getting deeper into the relationship he's he's not a soft dom he's in her opinion kind of not a dom at all really? and she's not being mean but it's just you know she has to initiate and direct all the play mm-hmm. he stops and apologizes constantly cuz he feels he did something too hard they have safe words she's never used a safe yeah. word um, but he's thing. still, yeah. but he's, but, but no, I'm just saying he thinks he's going too hard. And she's like, I've never used a safe word. So she's trying to tell him, no, you haven't, you can go harder, please go harder. And, but he still is kind of like dismissive of it. And it's like, you know, no, 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 this is too much. Like he's speaking for her. Right. Right. In this situation, you know, so it gets worse. He feels guilty. He says he wants to worship her and that he likes to like, it's like a joke. You know, like he likes to bottom from the top <laughs> and uh, it's dry. You see where this is going. Yep, yep. So it's driving her crazy. And she's literally, she won't do it. Cause she, you know, she's been in real relationships. It's disrespectful, mm-hmm. but she's literally ready to just to flip the script on him and just be, you know, grab him and fucking throw him down and fuck him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But she did. She doesn't. She doesn't. But, you know, she's told them, here's where it starts to get weird for me. And as if this wasn't already starting to show a lot of writing on the wall, mm-hmm. she's told him specifically what she wants multiple times and how hard she wants it. And he gives dismissive excuses like, oh, that's because you were treated bad in the past, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And every time she brings it up, it's like. He's giving some misdirection comment or excuse about, you know, instead of just saying, 
I am not this. Right. Instead of being honest, he's just he's trying to make it like, no, 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 this is right. And once again, it's not evil. It's not like he's trying to be mean or whatever, but there's some bad signs here. Yeah. So it could go multiple ways. It could have a good outcome. It could have a very toxic outcome. Right. So I'll let you go ahead and go. Well, one of the other key things that they're also poly. So the right. opportunity to open up their relationship is already there. So that, that that's there. Okay. To backtrack for a second. So for people who don't know, you know, soft dom versus hard dom. Hard, hard dom is what you probably see on like TV and movies where it's just a person who just seems mercilessly beating where a soft dom Maybe somebody who has a firmer hand, but it's not going to bark orders or may say, please. And thank you. Or, you know, go, go, go be my table. Go. Thank you. And, you know, things like that. Um, mm. I'm beginning to think, and I love this post. As soon as I saw this, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I think this guy quite honestly is not a dom at all. I think, I don't know how much, she didn't say how much experience he had, but there's a difference between a soft dom and someone who's not a dominant at all. Um, and I think also he's, and she even said in the, in the post, I think he's confusing being aggressive in bed or a slap on the ass in the hallway with being a Dom. You can be somebody like Donis will smack me on the ass when I walk in the kitchen or he'll pull my hair for a quick second and give me a kiss. He's not a dominant, you know, he's doing a dominant activity, but he's not a dominant in that, in that role. A dominant is somebody who leads a dominant is somebody who gives an order and expects it to be followed. If not, there's punishment. I don't think this guy's a dom at all. And I understand her frustration because believe me, I've been there. I'll, probably a ton of the listeners have been there. But sure, sure. And especially if she's giving clear cut, I want A, B, C, and D, and he's just skirting the issue, there's zero communication there. So I, and it may be that she, because she has all this experience, she's inti- he's intimidated by it. Because yes. it's, you know, and it's just like, I understand his point about like, oh, you had these hard drums, you were treated badly. Uh, no, if she was with a hard dominant before, if there was something she didn't like, she could safe work. And if he was still continued, right. then fuck him, you leave. But right. I, I don't know what kind of negotiation they started with, but it sounds like they just jumped into everything and it's just, there was no communication, no feeling it out scenes. I mean, the first couple of scenes you do with somebody, of course, you're not going to be sitting there. They're not going to be perfect. And it'd be like, oops, sorry, I did this wrong or whatever. But, you know, after a while you fall into a rhythm, but it's just like, these guys are so mismatched. It's just, this is a very bad situation. Well, I agree with you. I agree. And I'm going to first start with the positives because there is a situation where he could have, maybe he's not going to be the super hard disciplinarian dominant. Right. Maybe he's not going to be that authoritative because I'm not. And I had to kind of go through this. Right. Like I hit for, you know, when I started, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be the like, you know, super protocol and collar this and do this and kneel this and dom eyebrow. And then very quickly, I'm like, I don't even fucking enjoy that. Right. I don't even like it. That's just fucking that's just work I'm not into. You know, I like, you know, I had to come to terms with what my dominance, you know, the difference between my the my sadism and my daddyism. You know, I had to really find who I was and some of those insecurities like, hey, is this right? 
you know, we were trained to not hit women. Right. I was, you know, I was, and I think that's a good thing Yes, that you have those concerns and that you go through that kind of battle with yourself to understand that it's not about, you know, whether or not it's right or wrong to hit a woman. It's whether or not it is right in this relationship, if it is consensual, if this is something that the other person is enjoying because they are a masochist or they want that challenge, just like I deserve my, you know, whatever, if I want to be in uh, sports or contact sports or whatever, that I allow my partner to enjoy those types of things, too. That's a that's a progress. That's a that's a thing I have to go through. So it may be him having to go through that if he's trying to convince her that she doesn't really want it hard so she can want him and only want him. And even though they're poly, that's why I said, yeah, they're poly, but he's still going, no, 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 still give me the chance first. And I've had a few back and forths with her since then. Uh And uh, and it seems like. You know, it's not a bad thing. That's why I keep saying it's not a bad relationship. Right. But if he's trying to be like, yeah, I don't want you to go do this with another dude. Now you have poly issues. Right. Now. And there's nothing wrong because I do. I have those issues. It's fucking if you are not somebody who is completely compersion, which is loving, you know, that your partners go play with other people. Right. I don't. Um, If you are not that type of person who wants to be emasculated, that I'm not dom enough for my partner. Uh That's a whole, that would be a horrible feeling. I, if, if I, and I've done that, I've been, I've played with people who they needed way more than I was interested in giving. They right. wanted, you know, and I do, and that's fine. I do, yeah. you know, I do a lot of stuff, but there's the next levels. There's always another level of extremity. And I have to know my limit to say, I'm not going to be able to do this for you. You need to go find that dominant. And it's an emasculating thing, but in the long run, it's, it's the best for the other person. And it's the best for me because I don't want to have to just sit there and constant. Cause I know, that I'm not doing, you know, I'm not at the level that they need or want. Mm-hmm. I want to find people that I can challenge and bring up to the next, le- their next level. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to be with somebody, yeah, that you know I can't do anything for because that's why I, that's my dominance, my daddy dominance thing is that I want to build people up. So if he's struggling with that, that's one thing. The problem is. When you try to, the person's trying to talk to you and you're misdirecting their comments uh-huh. to no, no, that's not actually what you want. What you yep. actually want is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. You're actually wrong. You're damaged. And this can go way toxic. This yes. can get into, you know, what sociopaths do and gaslighting, where it's like, oh, you want this to be harder. It's because you're damaged. You don't want to be damaged anymore, do you? I'm the right way. You need me, mm. me, 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 me. Yeah. And that turns everything. So, yeah, we're poly, but, you, you know, if you have to do it, then I guess you, you know. So I'm not saying this is it because I'm not in that. I don't know their relationship. You know, we know a fucking post. Yeah, right, right. But I, if it, go ahead. No, it, it's just, I don't think in the beginning 
and I've done this with pretty much everybody who have been in the lifestyle. What, and I've asked the guys, what is a, what is being dominant mean to you? And that's mm. been very insightful in as far as, like you said, you're a daddy dom, you care for people, you want to raise them up. I've had hard doms who basically, you know, as soon as that switch flips, it's game on. I've had soft doms where it's just basically like, I've had daddy doms where it's like the more, more caring things. I don't think they ever had that conversation. I think she's actually, she's looking more for a sadist than a dominant. Mm. And they could be two completely different people. Some people can be dominants sure. and not sadists. There are some people that just exert that dominance and don't want to inflict pain or they, they inflict pain because right. they know their submissive or bottom likes it, but they don't like doing it. They don't take the pleasure in it. And right. it's, you know, he may be a pleasure dom. He may be something like that, but it boils down to she, I don't, I don't know if she ever asked him, what does dom, being dominant mean to you? So fine. He's also not listening. And just because somebody likes being hit just because i like taking on pain i am not damaged in any way okay right i like pain because i like the feelings that it gives me i like it brings me to subspace i like it brings me a sense of closeness and relationship with the people that i play with and <sighs> they just need to kind of sit down outside of the bedroom and start setting some expectations as far as like if we're going to do a scene together we're going to do a basic scene and set a limit of, okay, fine. Tonight we're going to try this activity. This is our safe word. And she may be trying to push him out of his comfort zone, I have a feeling, also. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's if, he's, if, if you are a new dominance, you have to learn shit. Yes. You have to learn shit. So there is. And if you, have, if you are a new dominant and a very experienced submissive – then that is that's a, hella you can intimidating. still do that yeah you can but you can it, it's it's hell of intimidating but it's also fucking great yes because you can because the submissive understands your 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 power exchange it's not because female dominance have to deal with this too a male mo, most male submissive jesus fucking christ <laughs> most <laughs> most male submissives could physically overpower the female dominant. Mm -hmm. It's not about the strength or, you know, the hardcoreness of it because it's consensual. You are allowing someone to do these things for. It shouldn't be emasculating to have somebody that has a lot of experience and go, here are some things outside of the scene and do that kind of teaching and explanation. Mm -hmm. And then once you go into the scene, the dominant can then assume the power that the submissive is, is allowing that, that, you know, you have now entered into that dynamic. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. And in some ways it helps you to not make as many mistakes. I've been with submissives that had just years of experience and they also know how to not make me feel like a bitch. Yeah. You know, they don't talk to me in that way. They say, hey, these are things that are done. And then I can ask questions. And outside of that play scene, we can have an adult conversation where there is no dynamic and I can actually learn from somebody. And that's that's absolutely a positive thing. And they can they can do this. He needs to come to terms with that. He either has a lot of things to address and deal with. Or that he's not going to ever be what this person needs in her submissive and be able to deal with the fact 
in their poly relationship, which he said, okay, you can do it. Um, but I don't know how he feels about it because a lot of guys say, oh, yeah, go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, and thing, then when it but actually then presents itself, it starts causing they're, problems. They're, yeah, yeah, they're building resentment and they feel emasculated. And these are all real feelings. I'm not discounting this guy's feelings. Oh, definitely. Because because it's it's weird and it's shitty and it's primal and there's instincts and there's territory and there's, you know, that's all real stuff. But – if you're going to be in this relationship, if you guys are close and you, you care about each other and you're already in, you know, in the beginning, sometimes you make little justifications to yourself. You're like, yeah, it'll get better. Yeah. yeah. You know, still, I still really like this. Or yeah. And she, she made a point of saying several times that he's got multiple redeeming qualities outside the bedroom. She really loves this yeah. guy. So it's not like she's just ready to hold dump the relationship. She's just, I can understand how frustrating this is because it's just, you know, she said something along the lines of like, I want him to beat me up and look so I look like a candy cane. He's like, I make vanilla fun. And it's like, whoa, you guys are on completely <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum here. And it's yeah. just, you know, this is, again, where we've beat the drum senselessly thousands of times. Communication. Go get some education. Go take a class together. Go watch a vid uh, kink video together. Find out. There is a way to meet in the middle where, you know. Help him to figure out why is he struggling so much. And then she also, as a, as a you know, she is the experienced submissive. You, you start, you have to kind of rein yourself back in. I had to do that with Donna because he was brand new to the lifestyle. And here we are a year and a half later right. and we're doing scenes very successfully. I mean, yeah. it, it's not a hundred percent of what I envisioned this relationship to be, but it's, it's awesome. And he's constantly making strides forward and constantly surprising me with stuff that he wants to do. So it's just, just communication education and just patience it's just i understand the the you know coming from a 24 7 8 year hard relationship going into this could be like stepping back into the kiddie pool but you got to start somewhere yeah i mean uh from all the other comments it seems like they are going to talk it out i you you hope for the best once again we don't know we're just talking about something that was written and we know nothing about these humans. So so hopefully it's a situation that can work out. But it is important to also point out that if it doesn't work out and it does get worse, then that is going to be a lot of suffering in a relationship. You kind of have to be who you are. I don't want to be in a relationship where I don't have my partner that wants the same that We're not on the same page with what we want. Um and just a, a quick back, you said there there's no dominance, that sadism, the, I forget what it was. Well, there's a difference between being a dominant and being a sadist. You can be a dominant. But you with- can be a sadist and not be a dominant. Ex- yes, you yes. Can, and you can be, because uh, I like I like welting and bleeding yes. and and cutting and doing these things. And I like giving pain. But I just don't necessarily feel um, that I'm a high protocol dominant. No. And, and so yeah, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to call that? I like giving pain when I know that it challenges my bottom and I get off on the screams and moans and stuff like that. But for me, I do. This is I know what my limit is. And I don't I know I'm not excited about more than that. And then also key point we've said multiple times. Don't push your dominant passion limits, submissives. Don't do it. Yeah, it's it's just it may not it's not going to usually go. And uh, 
but hopefully the best works out. It was a great topic, just yes, a fantastic topic. I think you and Donis are a great example uh, of this working out um, and improving. I'm glad you brought that up at the end because I'm like, wait a minute, this is Path Girl right here. Yeah, this is a success story that you guys are having a good relationship right now, and he's he's laying cool stuff on you. Mm-hmm. So uh, fantastic! <laughs> Thank you so much to our uh, our uh, our Reddit Redditor. people, <laughs> our Redditor for posting that. It was very brave. It was a vulnerable thing to post. Fantastic time. Pinky news is sometimes cool and sometimes fucked up. Let's glory hold the planet right now with Enigma. Yeah. Keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. I will keep my hands and arms inside the vehicle because you're going to be sitting next to me, Enigma. Oh, my. Oh, my. Have you ever uh, fooled around on any uh, amusement park rides with a partner? Not yet. No. Oh. I, I, I haven't done that, no. Enigma, let me tell you something. <laughs> there is an art to fingering a girl on the Pirates of the Caribbean. There is an art to it, and it can be done cleanly and uh, without uh, drawing any attention to yourself. And I have, I've mastered this technique. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it called a remote control toy? Well, no, no. You can you can definitely do a remote controlled toy, and and, and that is actually probably the easiest and least invasive way but on if you go well there's no slow days at disneyland and i'm never going to go to disneyland again so i don't give a fuck if people from disneyland hear this and go don't ever let this person in the park again don't care um but on a slow day you could go into the pirates of the caribbean when they used to have slow days when you know the cars weren't all full and you could take the back seat and then you would sit, and then she would kind of sit like she was leaning back on your chest, like using you as a headrest. Right, right, right. And then you have your arm around her, and you can literally just, it's right there. You can just slide your hand down once the ride gets going below the line of sight and uh, <laughs> and uh, and do the diddle. And uh, that's yo-ho. Yo- yo-ho. <laughs> Yo ho, a pirate's fucking life for me. Hell and, yeah. But I'm only dealing in memories, Enigma. You actually have partners. <laughs> I you do. Actually, it's true. You actually well, have partners. So I don't mind wiping in your face that you haven't fingered a girl on the Pirates of the Caribbean. But that was no. like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so uh, why don't you give us some real time adventures? Um. Well,. Uh, for for the listeners, uh, Saturday, uh, the Saturday before recording this was my birthday. And Happy birthday. You're like, what, 23 you. now? <laughs> I mean, some people, I, I have the baby face, so some people still think I'm in my mid-20s. But no, uh, I am actually 36. Really? Uh, yeah. I really did think you were at tops 31, 32. <laughs> well, thank you. You suck. Thank you for you that. You suck. What'd you do for your birthday? <laughs> Um, so I, I worked a little bit because capitalism, um, sure. but then, uh, I went to a Yule party that I helped, uh, coordinate. Um, and then, uh, it was really fun. I, uh, my, my part of the party was I actually had, uh, about three, uh, lovely humans, uh, volunteer to be human buffets. And so Ooh. I, I covered them in banana leaves and then put food on top of the banana leaves. 
And then as food was consumed, you remove the banana leaf and, and reveal the beautiful person underneath. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I like that one. I like, because yeah, I mean, you've heard the ones where people eat, but you're like actually like discover a person. Like it's mm-hmm. like one of those games. Where, yeah. Yeah. Well, because there's, there's like, there's like three ways to do it. Like you put it directly on the person, which like is fine for like a smaller party and stuff but like for hygienic purposes maybe not the best plan sure sure sure. um and then some people will do saran wrap uh which does work well but um the person within the saran wrap can't last as long because you are fully encased you get hot um and so i have found that the banana leaves work the best um if anybody is listening and wants to do this sort of thing um simply because they're they're super easy and then disposable like they're biodegradables you just throw them away or like i threw them in the in the bonfire we had and so they burned up and it was just you had a bonfire oh it's you yeah 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 um so yeah it was it was really cool um and then afterward um uh one of the tables was my partner d and then after afterward uh we went out and later and later in the party we went there was a there was a sex area at the party and um we went over there and we were just like talking, getting ready to go in. And she was like, she basically was like, get down. I want to sit right your face. And I was like, okay, yeah, that, 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 that's fine. Merry fucking uh, Christmas. Merry Yule. Right? Um, and what, what was really funny was I, I hummed at one point, I hummed happy birthday to me while her face <laughs> was on my mouth. And, um, well played, sir. Thank you. Well thank you. Played. And you know, she didn't dump me. So like, I, I that's definitely <laughs> that's, a win-win for me. That's a fucking keeper. Right. That's right. A keeper. Uh, Cause I, I've definitely dated people that would have dumped me for doing that. Um, uh, but no, yeah, that, that was, it was, it was great. Oh, that is that. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a good birthday. It was, that's it was a good it was, birthday. It's a very good birthday. And the banana things, genius, just per- perfect. Thank you. Just a, a perfect, it's super perfect. Cheap. Yeah, like, yeah. I, you can get yeah. out here banana leaves, or you can buy just bunches of them. I mean, if yeah. you have a garden or a friend's garden, I wouldn't suggest going to your neighbor's place and hacking off <laughs> their banana leaves unless they were a pervert. And you're like, bro, this Let is me. going to be on naked bodies. And then mm-hmm. they're like, well, take the fucking leaves; they'll grow back. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's uh, – I especially like the reveal. I, what is the game where you reveal stuff in uh, – like memory, like a memory game almost? Almost, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, you have to reveal things. And then there's a picture at the yeah. end. Maybe I'm just thinking yeah. of all those perverted hentai games that I play where there's a naked girl and then you have to match the things. <laughs> and then that's yeah. why I got so excited. But uh, I'm – I'm a lonely person. Well, that is fantastically brilliant, Enigma. I'm really glad you. that you you had a good birthday and you had some excitement and humming happy birthday. Fucking like a lot of points. You earned a lot of points <laughs> on this one. Thank you. That is you so that much. is exceptional. Well, we do have this is this whole show episode 392 is kind of the like let's explore the good and bad of being a dominant. Okay. Um Path Girl and I had a, a dominant conversation. Uh, before that was really good and this one is really good and i think both of them have this giant spectrum attached to them mm-hmm. and and that is because sometimes we get very triggered very easily you know we've been trained if anyone does this or anyone says this it's automatically bad run 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 
<laughs> and right. and I think yes, absolutely. And a lot of times it is that way, but also a lot of times, well, sometimes there's a bigger picture, and we don't know because we're just reading a post. But I think it's important because I have been the judgmental person before in situations. I know you wouldn't believe it because I'm so pure and amazing. <laughs> but Are you I judgmental? have no way. Yes, I have been the douche in the wrong, and then somebody's like, "Hey." What if it's this or this? What about these points of view? And then you're yeah. like, oh, well, well, that that wouldn't. I'm I'm a dick. That's right. why. That's that's why. So I think it's really <laughs> important to see because sometimes you could miss out on something really good because you you haven't looked at all the different points of view. You just automatically you get that trigger. Five people have told you that this automatically means this. So this is a great one of those. So it's a Reddit post, and uh, and it was somebody met a dom at a munch, a dom a, mm -hmm. and they exchanged information. They had a lot of chemistry. They started communicating. They were clicking the boxes. You know, this was looking really good. Um, but a flag popped up uh, when that the the dominant mentioned that well, she doesn't necessarily enjoy punishing her subs, but she does so. Because she doesn't want them to become too independent. So right. the person who is relatively new is like, does that likely mean she doesn't want me to be my own person? Not to, you know, have her own thoughts or to only think about serving her and not any of my other things? Which, of course, to many people, it's like, oh, that's a big giant trigger. Right. Which it is. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it doesn't put up a flag. Right. But there but in this multi-dynamic, multifaceted, multi-desired on both ends lifestyle, there may be other things to it. So I wanted to explore that. I will let you go first. Yeah. So yeah, like like you're saying, I I, I agree. I think there's uh at least two sides to this. On one side, it's the super negative you have a dominant who um, is incredibly, it, 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 I mean, they're a little bit open about it, but they, they want somebody that they can control and manipulate and uh, basically do their bidding and, and all that sort of thing. I, you can kind of see that on a lot of the um, people that have been popping up on Fat Life in the last five, five, ten years of uh, people who are like the, the dominant women who are like, you will obey me and I will, you will respond to me with these specific, uh, mistress and immediately and all this sort of stuff. Um, like they just, they just want a toy right. and they don't, they don't want autonomy. But on the other hand, I think a good question for this person to ask is, uh, is this a playful thing? Are they like, I don't want them to be too independent. Like, is it, is it going to be something that's in, in the dynamic, but not necessarily in the relationship? Right. Um, and it, is it something that the, the, the two people can negotiate, like, where the, the boundaries are? Because um, if, if, if she's just, like, not, she, she doesn't want, like, it's one of those, I don't want somebody with limits, then, yeah, that, that, that's a big, that's a big red flag, and that's somebody sure. you want to avoid. But sure. if it's somebody who's, like, I don't want someone who's being too independent, but what they really want to do is they want to play with a brat, or they want to play with somebody who has, who has some fight, fight in them, and because they enjoy that, that uh, power dynamic then i think that could be really fun and i think that's something um that would be fun to pursue but 
yeah, I, I, I think the the Redditor definitely would need to dig a little deeper because, um, like, you know, I, on, on the brighter side, like on the, the silver lining, maybe they are a good person, but like, you want to you want to double check, especially if there's somebody who's going to be maybe tying you down or maybe putting you in some sort of precarious positions. And so you don't want to get into those positions before you, you really know. I think, uh, first off, like seven or eight fantastic points in, in what you were saying. Um, uh, I, I'm scratching a bunch off my page, (laughs) 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 which is good. So I'll try to find things that maybe you didn't mention. Cause for me at first glance, the flag goes up because they didn't say whether or not this was negotiated as the dominant was asking them about themselves. Do they have challenges? Do they have specific goals and things that they need to go through where giving up that independence in a dynamic is important because that's part of a lot of people uh, are going through certain challenges. Like, you know, like with Mew, me and Mew, Mew had to get into med school. So uh, she did not want to study as much as she needed to. Therefore, the power dynamic was I had the authority to step in and, you know, basically force her to do the things because it was for her betterment. It was, there was a goal in that. And that shouldn't be ignored. A lot of people that are new into the lifestyle now are hearing a lot of this sensitive trigger warning stuff, which isn't necessarily bad, but you're missing what a lot of people desire, what a lot of submissives desire about a 24-7 total power exchange dynamic. That dynamic is very real for certain people. There mm-hmm. are submissives that do come in and want to literally have whatever their their current identity, their current life, they want that rebooted. Whatever they've done in their life to this point hasn't worked for them, hasn't made them happy. They want to go on a new journey. The same way as people who join like a spiritual path, a a restrictive spiritual path or join the military or join. There are many things in life where people get their entire who they are today broken down and then rebuilt up into Mm -hmm. something that's hopefully productive and positive and takes them away. Some people have negative behaviors that they've had or, you know, any number of things, drugs, trauma, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they, and, and because of that, they've piled on all of these poor lifestyle choices. So if you get into a DS dynamic, which a lot of people do with a dominant that has earned your respect that you feel this person has a good plan for your life, that they have a plan for you, that they have your best interests involved, that yes, they're going to break down your behaviors and train you to be in service to them how they choose. And maybe some of the things, that's the word submission, maybe some of the things they ask you to do, you don't necessarily want to do. 
Maybe there's going to be challenges for you. You know, you always have the ability. There is no law that slavery is real. You can leave at any time. You can say no at any time. That, according to law, we know that. But to give yourself to somebody that has the respect that you believe has a plan, that things that you don't know, some you may come into a situation in life and maybe this person has a lot of maturity they've been down the road they've seen a lot of things or they just have a better plan than you've had in those cases you can have a very very healthy relationship while having your independence basically stripped from you and there's a number of people there are lots and lots of people that want that so in that case, if the dominant says, I'm going to strip away your independence and you're going to do what I say, then that is a voluntary consensual entering into that dynamic, hopefully with the hope of it being positive at the end. And a lot of people don't talk about that now in a lot of the groups because everyone is very afraid of having it be the toxic way where the dominant doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't understand the responsibility and commitment of literally rebuilding somebody into new behaviors that are hopefully better for them in the long run. They just like the fantasy version of it. Like you talked about where they just want somebody to just suck their dick or lick their pussy whenever they want. And they have that script in their head, but I have met, incredible dominance and masters that literally took somebody who was floundering in their life and felt that they needed that type of structure, that type of support to break down all of their shitty ideas and to build them to that next level and have seen some people become amazingly powerful submissives and slaves that then evolved to a level to where then they started themselves becoming dominant and leading other people in that extreme amount of breaking down of independence. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially if you're just dabbling in, in the lifestyle, because this person also sounds kind of like they they might be on the newer side. Yeah, it doesn't um, sound like this person is is looking for that. Right, right, exactly. So in that case, somebody who says right up front, hey, I'm going to break down your independence, You, that's where you get to say, hey, you know, you check a lot of my boxes, but uh, yeah. I, I like who I am right now. I think I'm doing pretty good. I can always, you know, we can always use a little bit of encouragement uh, on a couple challenges, but I don't need to be stripped away. Right. And well, that's and, not. Go ahead. Well, yeah, and and like I, I want to know what you mean by that. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's an like if if they are checking a lot of boxes and they, they seem like it might be um, a cohesive thing. Like there's there's things that D and I don't agree on, and there's there's like you know life life goals that maybe D and I don't um, don't necessarily share. But there she checks a lot of my boxes, and so like we have had those conversations about like what certain things mean and where boundaries are and and stuff like that so like you know there there are things that we can we can work through and and come up with so like this might just be them being playful over over sex team and you need to find out what that means 
um, because otherwise you you know you, you might get into you, you either will be too cautious and uh, completely avoid uh, a relationship that might have actually been beneficial and they were just kind of being playful, mm-hmm. or you get to pursue this thing that uh, could be could be really good. So I I I, I think that uh, this redditor could dig in a little deeper, um, but definitely approach with caution because like. Like we talked about on, on on the podcast before, like predators come in all shapes, size, genders, sure, gender expressions, whatever. So like, just because they're a dame doesn't mean that they're not um, looking out or they're they're not pursuing something negative. Absolutely, and I think once again, it just keeps coming back to that same thing. Like you're saying, yeah. The more if you have a if you have people that are willing to have a conversation with you and explain themselves Mm -hmm. then you're already in a winning position yeah because like you said you're going to you know if people are absolute right out of the gate this is the way i do things this is it this (laughs) they have the right to do that they do and and if you're looking for that then fucking okay uh risk aware consensual kink you are on the risk end but when somebody is willing to explain themselves and they can show you that I'm not doing this to be an authoritarian fucking Nazi asshole. I'm doing this because I want you. I don't want a broke down submissive. I want somebody that I can encourage to become stronger as I myself am working to be stronger. Because a lot of some dominance, they're just what are you, you know? Yeah, you know, you, you're 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 going to tell me how to become a better person. Well, show me. This is like me. This is why I'm not a dominant right now. <laughs> like, hey, train wreck, you're gonna you're gonna make me a better person. Why don't you fucking look in the mirror, fucker? Um, but uh, I think when people are willing to communicate, you can find. Oh, that's I don't mean that. You know, I don't mean yeah. you know that I'm gonna you know do horrible things to you and try to break you down. But, uh, you know, like you said, with you and D, you have found ways that even though you don't agree on certain things, that you are able to make those compromises and negotiations to where these are the things that can be positive And those other things, if we can leave those out because we have a lot of chemistry, you can end up having a great time with someone. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. I, uh, yeah. I, 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 cause I, I noticed that a lot of the things I'm reading, and once again, I read what I read. I don't read the whole internet. I don't read all of Fet Life. I don't read everything on, you know, so I can't be an expert right. on what everyone is doing. But I have noticed in the last couple of years, I'm seeing more posts that are quick to point out the predatory nature of that. And kind of not acknowledge that there is this entire dynamic where the it is dominance and submission. And the submission means the dominant is sometimes going to tell you to do things that you may not want to do. And you submit to that. The same is in military. You know, the military is all dominance and submission. And every every step of the way, there are the lower that submit to the authority of the per- the commanding officer above them that commanding officer is now among commanding officers that has to submit to the next authority higher to them without fucking question 
And then they are, you know, and it's like a hierarchy that moves up. So we understand dominant and submission, but sometimes we we get caught up in going, no, it's just for play. And anyone that makes it not for play is a predator. And that's just not true. Right. It's just not always true. So talk it out and be willing if somebody has something, especially if you're new, if somebody has things that you've talked it out and it doesn't look like it's a good match for you or something that you desire to challenge yourself with, fucking get out. Yeah. Just bail. Just bail and, and go find someone for play play. And and one possibility that I just I just thought about, because um, it's something that I've kind of fallen into a little bit. We've talked about my, my white knight side. Mm. This person might be wanting to um, control the sub in like a we already talked about unhealthy ways but unhealthy ways for them like they want to it's almost like micromanaging they want to take care they want to like do so like that's another thing you want to watch out for i just wanted to get that in is like clarify a little bit yeah just just expand on that a little bit like what are they watching it like what's the negativity so 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 like like the like my my white knight is, is specifically for people who are like i've i've dated people who um for one reason or another brought it out of me of like wanting to fix them, wanting to take care of them, wanting to mm. save them, wanting to do all this sort of thing. So if they're looking for somebody who's not necessarily independent, but there's somebody that they are able to uh, kind of enact control over and, and mold them and, and, and that sort of thing. Like we sort of talk manipulative, but this is a whole other level of um, wanting to, to, uh, be be there only and and all that sort of stuff so right I, okay yeah it, it, it's just a more extreme version of of the wanting to control them it's wanting to control them at it with, without really worrying about themselves it's sure, just, so, just yeah go ahead okay no no i was gonna say so by isolating them and yes. you're building yourself up is to be this great person but you're isolating them from other opinions and outside sources that may show them that you're not actually the white knight. Yes. That's okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That 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 absolutely makes sense. That's a mm -hmm. fantastic point. There's so much. There's so much. <laughs> There's so much here that to cover, but hopefully we started a good discussion with people that they understand mm -hmm. that there are so many different roads and that some of those roads may seem, you know, at first glance really negative. But if 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 you go a little bit deeper, sometimes it's good to just take that extra conversation and then find out, oh, you aren't actually a shitty person. You know, <laughs> you just, uh, you know, maybe your uh, your comment didn't land right. Mm -hmm. So explain that. Fantastic. Really good. Really good. Great points, Enigma. Thank you so much. Thank for you. For ha having this conversation with me. If those kooky nutty uh fat uh, fat, fat life <laughs> if those kooky nutty perverted podcast kids want to learn more about <laughs> enigma's banana leaf fetishes <laughs> where are they gonna go uh well if they want to find that they can just look me up um but if they want to uh talk to perverted podcast they can find us on instagram at perverted podcast they can find us on x at perverted Becast, and they can find us on fat life there's both a group and a page just search perverted podcast Woo! Woo!
And that is the end of show 392. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us for us to cover, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on TikTok or Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And on FetLife, there is both a group and a page. You can support us for free by hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does help push us up in the algorithms and let other kinksters like you find us. And if you'd like to do a little bit more to help us out, please go to patreon.com slash preferred podcast and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level to get the shows a few days early lots of behind the scenes stuff and our half a pee pee episodes which keep rolling along they're awesome and of course love and smushy hugs and kisses to our patrons around the world your support means the world to us thank you so much our lovely listeners oh there's a choo-choo train 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 going by running through my soul but i you know what sucks just gonna end the show with all of a sudden now i'm starting to fight like after all the mayhem to get the show started Mm. i'm all of a sudden relaxed and now it's fucking over i'm like sad now i'm like sad i'm like i want to do more show i like doing the show this is episode 392 if you are just joining us or you are someone who's only been here a little while we have done 392 episodes and at the end of this show I want to keep doing shows. I love this. So your support has kept us going in really hard times. Thank you so much for for giving us the ability to do this show and to learn about these things. You are awesome. Path Girl, you're a love goddess. Aw, thank you, love god boogie. And uh, it is true. I'm kind of a love god. And uh, (laughs) we'll see you guys on the next step. And there's the chaos you've come to know and love, folks. We'll see you on the next show. Bye! can't imagine water dragons on the seven seas i can't imagine goblins hiding in the trees can't wrap my head around a dust storm helping me to breathe but when i see you walk i dream you want to be down with me Seem to stumble through this portal beam That blasts me back to days When I was up to hopeful schemes No treasure I surmise could take The place of true needs Cause when I see you walk a dream You want to be down with me
drank the wine she thought was blood and slipped into a dream. Lessons from the cosmos cooked your ego to humility. The nothing that I know distorts my wants and needs. But when I see you walk, I still want you to be down with me. Down with me. Down with me.